It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Welcome back to RSN Central. It is time for Off The Leash on this Tuesday afternoon and Molly Haynes joins us now. Good morning to you. Afternoon to you, Molly. Good afternoon, Gareth. Looking forward to our first guest, Glenn Rounds, who trains one of the, the brightest young greyhounds in the game as we speak. And then Georgie Ferugia will talk to us because this is a mouth-watering contest. On Thursday night, the Easter gift, Snags McKenzie, Tigalong Tonk, Shimmer Shine, Hardstyle Rico, Black Opium, Fernando's Right, Whiskey Right, and often imitated. Molly, it doesn't get any better than that. Look, one thing, as soon as I saw this field came out, I thought, you know what, you can take the name, the Group 3 Easter gift off it, off it and put the Group 1 Tab Melbourne Cup or Group 1 Tab Australian Cup on it and you would not be upset at all. This is, uh, like so many people have said, is probably one of the best races we're going to see this year and it's so good that we've got something like this to look forward to at the moment and the Tab odds, I believe, are just about out or they're out for Thursday night so we'll be able to look at, look at those when we um, have a chat to George. Glenn Rounds now joins us here on Off the Leash. Of course, he prepares Amarillo Highway, one of the star chasers and the up-and-coming chasers in this state. The record there, six races or six victories from ten starts, and Glenn joins us now on Off the Leash. Good afternoon to you, Glenn. Afternoon. How good is this greyhound? Oh, he's just a very nice nice young dog that's um, doing everything we ask of him at the moment. And, uh I'm sure in time he'll um, go on to bigger and better things, we hope. Now, Glenn, it's Molly here. I, I noticed, um, I've, look, this dog's been on, on my agenda for a little while, um, and I noticed that you started off his career at Sandown, so at a city track, and then chose to go to the likes of Ballarat and Warrigal throughout you know, his short career so far. Is there a reason you decided to go around the country rather than sticking to the city tracks at first? Oh, no, we just ran him through his grades to educate him, really, and find these sort of races which are restricted for the young ones. And uh, that's, we've ended up here tonight in a very nice race. He's a $2.30 favourite, Glenn, with tab.com.au to win this final tonight. Box six, is that any concern? Uh, yeah, it's an awkward draw. He just needs to um, to step well and, um, and take care of it himself. But he wouldn't want to be... Um, in, in traffic, because uh, the red or the red might get away. Captain Jake might get away. There's other dogs in it that are good dogs too. I was really surprised with Captain Jake's run in the heat last week. He ran second to Amarillo Highway. Did you have um, any concern at all when you saw Captain Jake just sitting relatively close to Amarillo Highway's tail um, towards the end of that race? Oh uh, well, Michelle wants to put in that Captain Jake. She was saying back over the 600 metres, so he's always going to be a a strong type if he gets a clear run, and uh, he's, he's a very talented greyhound uh, himself. So, Glenn, you're confident that Amarillo Highway in this this terrific field for a final can get the job done tonight? Yeah, the dog's well. He's um, very well, and uh, we'll go racing tonight, and hopefully he comes out the box as well, and I'm sure he'll atone uh, for himself very well in the final. Now, Glenn, you're known for your breeding around the traps. You've got some fantastic lines on your hand, including the likes of Casey's Angel. She started off, she's actually the, the great-grandmother 
of Amarillo Highway. She's thrown some fantastic animals, including my very own pet, actually. Just a side note, who was the grandmother of Amarillo Highway, hence why he's been on my agenda for a little while. But one thing that really interests me about the breeding of this one, Glenn, is that until Tuesday, she only had five career starts, I think, for just the one win. Where was the decision in breeding from her? Because obviously you'd have to know something a bit more about her than what we would from the outside apart from just her bloodline. She, uh, early in her career, she hurt a um, calf muscle really bad at the Meadows one night. And, um, and she never recovered from it. And the leg actually withered and it was the calf sort of fell away to no muscle at all. And we're at all at a bit of a loss and we treated it for ages. And in the end, we just didn't, she couldn't run. We just didn't bring her back and we just bred with her. And that's, that's where this has all come about from, really. And you've had so much fun in, in, the, in, the, in the breeding side of it anyway, Glenn. Yes. Um, her first litter was to Kinlock. It was, there was a couple of handy types. This, this litter seems to be a couple of smarter dogs. Alamosa Bill's a very good dog. Amarillo Highway, there's a um, Cimarron Strip. There's a couple of handy ones in it. And then we've got um, a litter following up out of her. Um, we've got some nice dogs by Overlimit out of the same mum. So uh, we've got that to look forward to down the track. And what about um, going to Aussie Infrared? I have to say he's probably one of the most active greyhound sires on social media. I don't know whether you've caught him out. Um, Glenn, he is always posting on um, GRVs and Sandowns and anyone else's Facebook pages whenever one of his progeny are out doing um, some amazing things. What was your thinking around using Aussie Infrared as a sire um, linked in with Until Tuesday? Uh, well, he was, I liked his Bella Infrared. His breeding was very strong and um, I liked that. But one of the main reasons was that at the time... Um, Jeff Collins handled the dog and um, we got a um, natural service because I was all over, I'd done with the frozen semen with the bitches, I hated it and I wanted to get a natural service and Jeff offered us a natural service with Aussie Infrared and this is what we've um, ended up with. Why is that, um, Glenn, with the natural oh, service? I think it's ridiculous that you have to put a bitch under anaesthetic to get her pregnant. Do you yep. think that mums are finding it a bit harder when they are? I suppose they're... One thing that I've always thought is if they're, you know, putting on, being put under to um, get impregnated and then say they have to have a caesarean to actually have their pups, do you find that um, the mums are taking it a little bit longer, especially first-time mums, to really know what they're doing? Of course. I Personally, I think the industry has lost control of what frozen semen was all about when it first came in. 20, 25 years ago, which was basically for the imported semen coming and going, and that was fine. But now you've got all the local size doing it only because it's it's easier and they make more money and there, there is no um, animal welfare involved. The, the bitches are going through a whole lot of stress just to have puppies and that's no one's really looking at that. Hey, Glenn, you've got some nice chances throughout the week as well. And on Thursday night, Fireball Friday goes around outside of Causes Amarillo Highway tonight. What's your best chance for the week? Um, Aston Peroni's probably drawn to go fairly well. And Aeroplane Eric's a very talented talented dog on Thursday night. Box, box four's not great, but it's better than him drawing wide at Sandown. So um, he's a very talented dog, Eric. I think he can go places when we get getting back into fitness. He, he missed uh, three months of racing with an injury and 
He's just coming back. He's only had two starts back. So in the next six weeks, I reckon he'll come back to a very nice greyhound. Well, the best of luck tonight, Glenn, especially with your star greyhound, Amarillo Highway, and we appreciate your time here on Off the Leash. Anytime. Thank you. There's Glenn Rounds. He'll be sending around the favourite there in that Breeders' Final at Warrigal. Georgie Faruja joins us now on Off the Leash. G'day, George. G'day, mate. How are you? Tab.com.au have released the fields, or the Easter gift market anyway, on um, Thursday night. Who do you think deserves the start favourite before I tell you the market, George? Oh, I've got the market in front of me, but I... I'm oh, very no. Surprised by this. I'm sorry. I'm very surprised by this. I think this must be a mistake here. Um, and I know what you're going to say. Snags McKenzie is favourite in the race. Um, and yes. And the, the Australian Cup winner is $26. Um so maybe people want to jump on quickly, mate, before that. Whereabouts? Start. He's not He's not $26, is he? I've got 26 he's on seven. that one. seven. Yeah. I've that, got Whiskey Right. That's, sorry, um, Whiskey Right, seven. Fernando's oh, right. Oh, Fernando's right. Yeah. Is that is that overs? Uh, I'd say so. <laughs> I think it's a little bit overs. So <laughs> hey. Black, Black Opium, obviously, is 650 as well, if she can get out and go. The interesting runner for me, it'll be interesting to see, hear what Molly thinks about this, is Shimmer Shine. Again, I know we keep talking about him. We clearly haven't seen his best in 2020. He, he hasn't raced... Uh, he's only raced about three or four times. But he does... He can ping the lids and use a little bit of the track. Now, what that means for him and Hardstyle Rico, and in turn, what it means for Tigalong Tong drawing box two is going to be really, really interesting. Look, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, George. I really thought I was racking my brains as to which direction I could go with this and I just think the winner is probably going to come from the inside of the track and like you said if Shimashan is just going to allow Tigalong Tonks that little bit of room I think that he's going to be good enough to get over the line here without a doubt but what a market I mean when you've got the Australian Cup winner at $26 even when you've got the Melbourne Cup winner at $7 in this field it just shows how I suppose even the race is and I said to um, Gareth at the start of the show you could almost just put your hand over the name of this race the Easter gift and you could put you know the tab Melbourne Cup or the the tab Australian Cup and you would be absolutely stoked with this field yeah we'll we'll continue the build up to sorry George I was just going to say I mean with all due respect to Snags McKenzie he was very good last week he ran 29.38 I wouldn't think he would open favourite in this race against the the, the quality of greyhounds that he, he faces of course he did run second in a in a shepherd and carp. He's been a terrific greyhound, and he is drawn well. But I mean, uh, it'll take a brave man to suggest that he do, he'll defeat the like of the Australian Cup winner, the, the the Melbourne Cup winner, Black Opium, who's absolutely come back in red hot form. And then you've got the likes of Hardstyle Rico, who has done nothing wrong in his last couple of starts, including winning a group race and breaking a track record. So it is a cracker. So speed map-wise, early doors, I know it's a little hard to put you on the spot here without you having a close, close look at this race, but these these greyhounds, you know basically their first sections, don't you, George? So what's your speed map here? And which way do certain greyhounds go and who's been the best box greyhound um, from the draw for the Easter gift? Yeah, look, I think I think Black Opium, the way she's been beginning, uh, is, a, is has a chance to, to get out and go, even though she's drawn box five. But she, as we know, has got a terrific record from middle to wide draws. So I expect to see her punching up early. Snag McKenzie went five oh seven early. That's uh, that's really good. But I mean, the pressure is going to come from him as they turn around that first corner. 
And where Whiskey Riot and Fernando's Riot sit on that first corner as well is going to be very interesting. As we said, I think the X Factor is Shimmer Shine. At his first start at Sandown, he went 4.96 to the mark. So he's certainly capable of, of running them uh, ragged early. But um, as we said, we certainly haven't seen his best for, for a fair while. So it's a terrific, terrific race. And then you've got dogs like Big Long Tonk, Hardstyle Rico as well, who probably can split around the 5.10 mark where they sit on that first corner. I think with, with the quality of this race, wherever they can sit, Gareth, and who, who can find the top early will be incredibly hard to beat. Like you'd suggest if Black Opium is able to find the lead, um, they won't. she won't be for catching, that's for sure. Okay, so Fernando's right, still the wrong price at $26. Oh, certainly, especially after uh, running down Black Opium and Co. Uh, during the week. I'm not sure if that's right, that figure. I, I thought it'd be shorter. Even from his awkward box draw, I thought maybe even 8 or $10, you know, not 26 Yeah. Hey, we'll continue the build-up to this race as we get closer to Thursday night. But, Molly, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you once again. And let's do it again shortly. And, George, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks. Gareth. There we go. There's Molly.